Y100, Texas Made, another episode. Brody hanging out here at Flores. Mr. Casey Donahue, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Where are you getting in from, man? Uh, we were at home in Fort Worth this week, so just uh, just came down today and enjoying uh, San Antonio. Nice. You're doing a little shooting, too, like before the show here? Yeah, so I went down. There was a FFA shoot uh, a little little south, I think, and uh, went down there and knocked down a few birds with them. Nice, nice. Still got it. Kind of making a making a weekend out of it too. Uh, you got you got some other stuff going on like tomorrow and stuff. Yeah, too? same place. So we're going okay. to play at that actual uh, that FFA event tomorrow nice. night. So yeah, it's a cookout and uh, it's gonna be a good time, I think. Well, we're I gotta fun. tell you, man, we were uh, we were definitely looking forward to this show. We were giving away some tickets on Y100. Um, we got the new Texas Made show that we do Sunday nights. A lot of Casey Donahue in there. Um, for uh, for folks that have not come to see you though, man, um, I've seen you a couple times at Cowboys. Saw you like must have been like a decade ago, I think at Oyster Bake. You always kill it. I'm gonna tell you right now, your band, y'all have got to be one of the best bands in Texas, no doubt. What can folks expect from a Casey Donahue show though, if they've never seen you live? You know, a lot a lot of energy. You know, we were, uh, man, we've been doing this almost two decades now, so. Uh, you got to do something to get people to um, want to come back and want to see you again, you know, more than once. And so we've always taken a lot of pride in our live show, uh, entertaining people, getting the crowd involved. And, you know, I want people to have a good time and, and feel like they got their money's worth. Absolutely. And, you know, something for folks that um, have not seen you live that are maybe not as familiar with your music. You know, I want people to know, like, your story and everything like that because they, they, they hear the songs more and more on Y100. Um, how did, because I don't even know that I know, how did you get your start going into music? Because I know, like, you talk a lot about um, rodeo and riding and, like, everything. Like, were you, were you doing some rodeo, some cowboy stuff before? Like, what was what was the whole thing here? Yeah, man, I team roped uh, back. Well, I still, still try to every once in a while. I just don't have too much time anymore. But, uh, you know, grew up in Johnson County, south of Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, on a little farm. Uh Taught myself how to play guitar when I got to uh, college. I got a guitar from my grandpa, learned how to play, and I'd already kind of been writing songs, but I didn't know how to play guitar, and then just started putting some songs together, and then just kind of the old uh, sitting on a tailgate at a campfire, uh, humble beginnings. Uh, and then started getting on some stages like in 2002, uh, Fort Worth, that scene was kind of coming along, and you know, Pat Green was really kind of the catalyst for me, uh, you know, Robert O'Keefe and Pat Green and the, the storytellers. And But Pat Green was probably the reason that I kind of got into what I'm doing, and uh, the scene was really taking off in Fort Worth. And uh, there was a bunch of little dive bars and stuff, so people would play, you'd meet some musicians and uh, hang out. First, you know, first met Stoney at uh, Thirsty Armadillo in Fort Worth. Uh, acoustic but, but a lot of the guys in the scene in the scene back then and then uh you know we made a first made a first little record the lost days record with uh all the money we had you know it was like two thousand dollars people are always like oh your new, your new stuff sounds so much so much polished i'm like well we didn't have any money you gotta start somewhere that. yeah if we would have had any money then the first records would have also <laughs> sounded sounded like that because that first record, I mean, like, there's not even, there's not even, we didn't do any harmonies. We did one pass. There's a, it was like one cut of everything. Yeah. Like that's how much money we had. You have one chance. Go. Yeah. And just so, raw. Yeah, just it's it just as simple as it gets. And uh, <laughs> we uh, put that out. We were traveling. And, you know, really, 
back then it was MySpace was the uh, oh yeah 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 was the big move. I think Tom's I mean, still around. No. Is it man? I'm t- <laughs> they should bring t- buy, put this out. This is official. MySpace was the greatest social media site of all time. Never be duplicated. Maybe Elon Musk can buy that and then. Man, if it. we could get that's what we need. That's what we need. We can move it to yeah. Move it down here to Texas as well, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got some land for it. <laughs> but MySpace was it was such a great tool. Uh, and everyone was getting on it, but it was it was really about music because you had your music playing on the backdrop, and you could see you could see cat you could see spins and people listening. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we happened to come along uh, at a time when when music first started. You start first started burning CDs, and, and almost going back to like you know Chris Ledoux days where they'd have uh, you know mixed tapes. We had you know the burned CDs, and so. These kids, high school kids, rodeo kids, which has kind of been our, uh, it's kind of been our demographic, you know, that rodeo community really uh, embraced us early and, and, you know, and still does today. But it's one of those things where kids were passing around these burned CDs from rodeo to rodeo, just like they have for, you know, 30, 40 years. And uh, it was one of those things where all of a sudden we'd go places and people were showing up out of, out of nowhere because we were completely underground i wasn't uh <coughs> excuse me i wasn't uh lucky enough to uh be randy rogers best friend that day well he was yeah. kind of young too or ragweeds or you know i just didn't we didn't know anybody yeah. we didn't know anyone we just kind of did everything our, ourselves Who else was coming out of the fort worth area at that time <sighs> yeah like mike mancy joey green uh you know cooter Gras was a big band then yeah uh Ragweed was, you know, gigantic. Pat yeah. was gigantic then, but uh, those names jump out. There's several more I'm not, I'm not thinking of, but uh, it was a pretty good scene. Uh, but my my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, kind of took on the role of, of manager, and we would play the most random places across the state, but people were showing up, and it was just uh, it's one of those things every year we would kind of say, well, this was a little better than last year. We'll go another keep year. Keep going, yeah. We'll go one more year, and then every year kept going. And then, uh, you know, we put out that Casey Dunhue uh, self-titled record that had White Trash Story on it. Yeah, and, uh, that was kind of the end of end of that. We were uh, we were on our way then, and nice. it's kind of out of nowhere. But we were underground still. Never had a song on the radio. Even that record, that record never had a single that got played at all. Yeah. But we were selling out Billy Bob's off of two records that no one even heard my space no, yeah, burn cds my, yeah word it. of mouth underground yeah. and so it was i've got a, white trash story in yeah. our library though too it's in there i got double wide dream i got yeah. a lot of those man it was a good time man it was a really good time for for music and texas music and uh there was a lot of opportunity and it's you know it's a different different animal today you mm-hmm. know with just uh there's so many less venues and so many less opportunities for for young bands unless you really get on the internet and, and make your name on the internet but to do it organically like we did maybe those days are over I don't yeah know. well we don't have myspace anymore though too do you remember who was in your top eight back then if you had to guess no idea who tom would, who would you put in your top eight now <laughs> if you had myspace now My top eight now uh golly well, well i'd have to put my wife okay good call I'd go with her. We'll go number one. Maybe some of the guys in this room hang it up, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm for sure. sure. Uh, some of them. 
God, it'd be hard to pick eight. Uh, I had to put my kid in there, my oldest kid, my little one. He's not ready for social media, but okay. my oldest kid thinks he's a uh, he's a social media of age. It's uh, it's guarded. Yeah, uh, top eight. I don't know, man. We have to keep Tom in there still. Was, you I, think you had, I think you had to keep Tom in there in those days. Though, I think you so. can move him. Well, he didn't have to be number one, but yeah, like it was a good look to have Tom. I think it was like a cheat code or something for MySpace. I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to put Wade Bowen in there so I can make fun of him. There you go. Uh, looked like Bowen Fest was good the other weekend too. Looked like that <laughs> was really good. We talked man, with him is, about that. So it is, man. Wade Wade cracks me up. I've been texting him all day long. He's a he's my favorite person to pick on. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Well, he's one of our neighbors, too, man. They're just out there. Him and Randy both just out there in New Braunfels. So yeah. Not, not too far from here. For sure. We saw Randy back here um, just a few weeks ago, though, too, before he did the Grand Marshal thing for the uh, Fiesta Parade. Where he parade. got a sash. Well, you know, he um, uh, he was he was dressed up real nice, and um, they, they did have the, the thing on him. And, uh, yeah, man, he was, like, super excited <laughs> about that. So Still yeah. had that sash on. Yeah. Got to be sharp, though. Got to be right. sharp. Well, let's talk about the new record, man. Uh, Built Different, um, the title track, we've been playing that once I got the clean version, <laughs> playing that on Texas Made. Um, but let's talk about Telling on My Heart, especially. That song came out, and it's like, wow. Talk about that one. Man, it, it really is a good song. So this is a song uh, that Kip Moore wrote. So the backstory is this. Kip, wrote, Kip Moore wrote this song in, like, 2011. And this was going to be Kip Moore's first nashville single when he got there this was going to be the song and then they went a different direction so they shelved it and it kind of got shelved and shelved and shelved and then uh me and kip wrote some songs uh we were working on this record and we wrote a song and i really loved we wrote a song that i love i'm gonna record it i just hadn't figured out haven't put it together the right way but it's a really good song uh and we were talking he's like man i've got a song actually a couple of songs he sent me a whole he's just bombarded me with songs but he's like this is special and he sent it to me and it's actually been kind of an ordeal because we couldn't figure out who even owned the publishing on okay like he didn't know who his publisher was then so yeah. it was like 40 emails of backtracking to 2011 12 to try to figure out who who owned kip moore's publishing at that time so but man it's such a good song and a love song and uh man it, it came out great in the studio and it's one of those ones where i you know, I don't fancy myself much of a singer, but uh, that song, I, that was about, that's about as much as I can push, uh, push these country western vocals is, is that song. Okay, okay. Well, the fact that, too, it's from 2011, and y'all were able to get a hold of that. Right. From yeah, that time period, man. And then, and then, I mean, today, though, too, like, you don't, you don't think, like, oh, this is an old song. Like, it sounds now. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. It's, it, right when I heard it, I'm like, this is a good song. <laughs> he's like, he's like, record it. And I said, yeah, it's, well, it's already getting recorded, so sorry if you want to take it back. It's not happening. It's mine now. It's mine. Well, dude, there's been a lot of good songs. Like, I try to spend a lot of time, as much as I can, um, and still do my job correctly uh, out, you know, in the honky-tonk and everything. And, like, Queen for a Night had been out for a while, and, like, that's, like, a must-play. Like, if you go somewhere and they're not playing that, Yeah, like, man, that's a great up. dancing song, too. Like, I mean, that's what I love. I still love to see uh, people get out there and two-step a little bit. And so you run out of uh, those kind of songs. So it's always good to put a couple out every once in a while, let people get a dance groove on. Absolutely, absolutely. Always good to hear a lot of Casey Donahue when I'm out. And even, like, when I'm DJing and stuff, too, like, gotta play it gotta play it um what's what's coming up next this year man like what else what else is on the uh, the radar you got the new record out what are you looking forward to man we got a good summer man there's a lot of, a lot of cool shows we're gonna be uh 
on the road doing the festivals and, and stuff all summer and man man to be honest i mean i really i've got a whole nother record finished like i haven't recorded it but it's real it's wrote and i think it's it's one of those things like man i, th I think this might be good so kind of need to sit down and look that out but i i have a feeling i'm gonna hit the studio and and uh get on the gas again seems like a lot of our texas guys now you included obviously um got a lot that you've just been kind of stockpiling right. so i feel like that's very good like moving forward for texas as a whole a lot of our key guys a lot of good stuff coming out well now it's just you know everyone wants something now and then uh, you know i don't know how to put out music anymore you put out a whole record i, I feel like i'm a, a whole record kind of a guy i you know they people want to do the eps or put out singles and that's probably the the smart financial way to do it but mm -hmm. i just think there's something cool about putting a collection of songs out that are all part of a part of a record it's just it's just something uh entrenched in me not saying i won't just put out singles next year don't hold it against me but i do love just making a record i always go back to burning cds man <laughs> if things don't work out let's bring it back man. just go go my, to the underground man my space in the underground well, we got a lot of Casey Donahue on Texas Made. We're going to keep playing some Casey Donahue. We'll wrap this up, man. But before I let you go, we like to do something called That's What I Like About Texas. Okay. The top three things you like about Texas. Casey Donahue edition. Golly, three is hard to do. Uh, Easier than eight. <laughs> <laughs> man, no kidding. It's a hard, it's hard, hard hitting questions, man. I love. Uh, I love how much people love Texas. I love how much Texans love Texas and the pride that that people have in in Texas. Uh, you know, if you travel a whole bunch like I do across the country, then uh, what you'll really love is uh, Mexican food in Texas uh, as well. And uh, get the best kind here. It's always the best here. Man, you go somewhere it, it, else, it's it, not the same. It's not the same, yeah. dude. You know, and what else is not the same is 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 tea, tea and sweet tea. So, which uh, you know brings me to my, you know, people. You know what drives me a little up? You want know, you want to get into something? Yeah. Okay. There's there's tea, and there's sweet tea. Yeah. But there's no such thing as unsweet tea. Okay. It's just tea. Right. How would you unsweeten the tea? Now, if you took sweet yeah, tea, it doesn't it doesn't you sweet start tea off and sweet you unsweetened it, yeah. it would be unsweet tea. But there's tea and there's unsweet tea. But up north, not to get off point, they don't brew their own tea. Like in Texas, everybody brews tea. Yeah. You go to any of these places. What do they do right up here? north? I don't know. They like It's like the stuff you buy at the grocery store where it's already pre-made. And maybe it's brewed at one time oh, okay. where it comes like yeah. out of a fountain. Like you know, oh. a bar top will pour yeah. tea out of a deal. wow it's not good that doesn't seem right at it's all it's not good how do you so. how do you like your, your your tea uh well i like sweet tea okay but uh i like to sweeten my own sweet tea what yeah. yes yes there's no there's sweet no unsweet tea. tea is there a favorite there's place tea. you like to go unsweet to get tea. sweet tea uh, not a trick question. Not a trick question. There's a little cafe called the Alito Diner by where I live who still okay. has, uh, you know, like the old school uh, chalkboard menu and yeah. chicken fried steaks uh, for the lunch. soup du jour. And, uh, what is that? Soup of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and they have they, it, their sweet tea's pretty on point. They do it just right. Just right. So the tea, the Mexican food, and how much people love Texas. I love it. Dude, I like it. Well, Casey, thanks for the time, brother. Thanks, man. We'll talk again real soon. See you guys. Casey Donahue on Y100 Texas Made. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.